This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I got Julia Rose and her co-host Becca from The Shit Show and The Shag Mag and all of those shenanigans and my girlfriend. Hi everyone. My partner. <laughs> I'm if here you will. again. Yeah. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. I'm doing excited. So good. I'm excited too. Why are you guys excited? You guys do this all the time. You guys are basically professional podcasters, right? This is my first time being on someone else's podcast. Really? Oh. This is our first ever like interview. Yeah. Wow. Just coming out to the world. That's crazy because there's people out there that want to know about Becca, don't you think? Oh. Bex. I like her name. I'm like, gonna call you Bex. No. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Bex. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I mean, I for, for a lot of us out there, I feel like Julia Rose is definitely a person that, like, everybody kind of, like, it seems like they know who she is, but they don't really know exactly why they know who she is or where <laughs> yeah. exactly I, she came from. I don't know where you came from, but all of a sudden I just started seeing you on Instagram a lot, and I'm like, I still don't know where you came from. I tried to look you up last night, and there's another Julia Rose yeah. from Africa. She I know. Texts me. So I text her. I'm like, you know Julia was she, born she in goes, She's from Africa. You know that? I'm like, really? She said she's from Texas. I'm like, maybe so she's funny. from both. I've done radio interviews, and they're like, so how is Zimbabwe? And I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm sorry that that's what comes up when you Google me, but I'm not from Africa. That's this article so mixed the two histories of the both of the Julie Rose is together so like I thought it was valid because it talked about shag mag but then Wait, really? also talked about you being born in Africa and being this. on Star Trek so then I realized it <laughs> wasn't you, you know Wait, is this just something that comes up on Google yeah. no, there's another Julia Rose that's like an actress from Zimbabwe uh, oh oh my god yeah. before I met you I've seen that before. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, Google also says I'm like 28. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, almost like, you know what it is? Is that they have this artificial intelligence shit that now that like puts together these articles about people and the robot is not like sophisticated enough to always be able to tell the difference. I'm assuming that that's what happened. Or it's like a 14 year old kid in like Pakistan yeah, who's like, like fake putting together site. these articles for the <laughs> site and like he doesn't really know. I love reading fake shit about myself online though. So I oh, feel like it's, it's so kind of great. Fun. It's so great. <laughs> really? So you have to deal with that too? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so what? much fake shit. What do you mean? Like what? Give me a good example of something that a lot of people think about you that's not true. That I'm from Zimbabwe. <laughs> that's probably the best one. <laughs> like, come on. Oh my god. They always hilarious. try to do the like when they say what your net worth is. You'll oh, find yourself that's, in that's, an article like Lana's net worth, and you're like, that's not and even. And people real. talk mm-hmm. about that shit like it's real, and like you should believe this. They're like, oh, that guy's worth 300k. It's like. Yeah, I know. Okay. I read mine. And I was like, I wish. 
<laughs> really? That's like when you look up your, your earnings on Social Blade and it's like, you could, this person earns between 10000 and $100,000. It's like, well, what that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> it's like it's like when you ask a guy his range of like how many girls he's hooked up with, he's like, oh. over five, under 300. And you're like, thank you. Thank it, you for that range. Who are these <laughs> slick guys laying that line down on you? That's a good yeah. one right there. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that before. How does someone say that with a straight no, face? But they, no, but they'll give like a huge range. It's like not even, it's like what? You see, this is what happens, Julia. I'm going to be real with you. This is your problem. Oh, is that no. you just are hanging out with these Hollywood ass guys, <laughs> and they've got these tricky, algorithmically approved pickup lines. And when then Algor- what is up with you and these algorithms today? I don't know. I think that's artificial <laughs> intelligence. When you ask I feel a guy, like you would say a line like that if you had just met a girl. I'm trying to think back to the Adam 22 that I met in 2016. Oh yeah, you would tell be the some to say something like that. Like, I'm not going to tell you. It's high. It's three digits, but I'm not going to tell you. But you were green <laughs> as hell. You didn't know anybody like me so like i could have said all kinds of crazy lines and you wouldn't have picked up on it but also i've been like not hitting on girls for all these years so that's why when i hear a line like that i'm like ah that's artificial intelligence (laughs) that can't be like a real thing that somebody thought up no (laughs) i'm like that was a good line right there Uh i haven't been hitting on girls in so long i don't even know the first i feel like when he went on your show it was just him trying to be like look i'm the best boyfriend ever you're being so nice to me on that show it's like stop talking about me and ad was trying to be the worst boyfriend (laughs) ever ad was fucked (laughs) that episode i don't know what happened to him after that ad's just getting michael kors (laughs) that's where he is right now actually he's at michael kors (laughs) What, what did you guys think of him after that episode oh i loved him he's hilarious hilarious. it's kind of like their first like gangbanger that you hung out with maybe yeah really yeah wow (laughs) that's so sick i've spent way less time around 80 than you guys have but she gets to hear stories about about him him. every day yeah (laughs) i loved i love him i think like you look at him and like you maybe like have your like predisposition like opinion of like how you think it'll be and then he's just such a he's so funny yeah so he's funny. hilarious and he's like 100 percent on the same time as you guys because he's just like yeah let's take shots let's get fucked up yeah i know i love yeah, he it. walked in he's like does anyone have a donut or do you guys have donuts <laughs> and i was like fuck yeah we do <laughs> we actually did you did yeah we oh, had donuts we had cookies. no you had cookies you guys uh, had gone on a cookie run that yeah. night yeah Right. Yeah. I was gonna say I can't be friends with you guys. You guys casually have donuts at your house. <laughs> Cookies <laughs> and tequila. Cookies and tequila. We eat dried mango every night. Like it's fucking. I know. We think we're being healthy. Delicacy. It probably has more sugar than it does dried donuts in those dried mangoes so we eat. The donuts are fried. <laughs> Don't act like you don't eat fried shit. Also, you want to know how fried her brain is? Is that she thought that your name couldn't possibly be Julia Rose because she's friends with so many porn stars that she thought that Julia Rose had to be a stage name. I don't know. Amber Rose? Julia no, Rose? I mean, I, I, get, know. I get that. I mean, my name really, it's like Julia Rose is my middle name. Duh. Okay. But I legally, so legally it has changed now, but that wasn't like my birth name. But it was Julia Rose. Blank. With your, but you took yeah. off your last name. Yeah, I took so off my last name. So your instincts were right. What's your real last name so that people can dox you? No, I don't. No. I'm like already like hurt at the thought of what if Parker wanted to remove our names from her name in I the future. I'd be that. so sad. Once she's like a singer songwriter and she's got like an album being reviewed by Pitchfork, she's just gonna be Parker Ann. So huh? my last name is Nersessian. It's like really Nersessian. ugly and like really hard to spell on social media. But I made it her middle name, and so Grand she's gonna Mason. hate me Stop. one day. That's so. So just say her, say her full so name fun. for a moment. Just Parker Ann Nersessian Grand Mason. Your last name's even longer oh than my, mine. Can you imagine trying to spell that her teacher's going to be there for like hours being like all right next name yeah that is not even a name that's like a prank 
that you play on somebody. Should have just let me name her after, Do- after Dolly Parton. This wouldn't happen. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> that would have been way easier We would spell. both still have cryptic 11-letter last names regardless. But if you let me have Dolly, I wouldn't have put my, my name on her name. <laughs> Actually, yours is nine. Mine's 11. Like you're yeah. putting your name. I'm putting my name. <laughs> so was your last name like terrible last name? Or you just no, it wasn't terrible. I was So I was like adopted. So I had like a legal birth name and then I was adopted when I was like seven. So then my last name changed again and I just, I never felt like either last name. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of, I always felt like Julia Rose. So I went by Julia Rose and then I was like, why not just legally change it? Okay. Mm, branding. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's be- that's why like it's better to be Adam 22 than Adam Grand Mason. <laughs> Although my last name does. That's a pretty sick name, though. Yeah. It sounds re- like, a, like a, a knight. In retrospect, <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it's a name that, like. It's ha- strong. It has an identity, but it's also hard to remember in It long just means big house. You need a stallion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Lena the Stallion. Got her Sell the card by its Stallion. That used to be her name, and she had to change it because Meg the Stallion came oh, out. Oh, shit. I just gave it to her. <laughs> I'm a whole foot shorter than her, but I was a Stallion. You're like, yeah, you got it, girl. You got it. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's, Julia, tell us where the fuck you are from, because you're from Texas. Not Zimbabwe. Yeah, I'm from Texas. Right. Tell us about the early days of Julia Rose. The early days back in Texas, tiny town Texas. I'm from like a small town that it's one of those, literally, if you blink, you miss it. We had a library and a gas station and that was it like i had to drive an hour to go to high school how far from austin from austin oh, far it's like four oh. hours from austin you had to drive an hour to go to high school yeah wait really yeah it was it was like we're in the middle of nowhere why did your parents choose go. to live here why they choose where to what? live in a small town yeah why did they live there they, my dad like wanted a like big backyard land and loved like the small town feel so i think we just ended up out there for some reason I wow so is your dad like hank hill no. From King of the Hill? No? I don't know if you are even familiar with King of the Hill. I was re-obsessed with this show. I'm imagining your dad like Hank Hill and your mom like Peggy Hill. True or false? I don't know who Peggy Hill and King Hank. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be mad at me. Old, babe. I feel give me, old, a, Give me like a imperson- like impersonate them and then I can tell you. That boy ain't right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty close. <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. No. Um, okay, but like, so what were your parents like, like, that helped create you? <laughs> that's a whole, uh, yeah. I mean, my dad, my dad's super conservative. Um, MAGA hat? N- no, no. I mean, mm, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a really long time. Maybe recently. I don't know. Uh, more cowboy hat, though, for sure. <laughs> cowboy MAGA hat. <laughs> there you go. Um <laughs> But he's really, really conservative. I wasn't even allowed to wear like a bikini um, until I was in college, wasn't allowed to go date, like any of that. And then my mom is on the opposite side of the spectrum, very just outgoing, spontaneous. She's been married multiple times. So it's been completely two different people. Raising. How did they end up together? Yeah. They sound like a horrible couple. Maybe they <laughs> yeah. should divorce. Yeah, where, <laughs> no, they did divorce. They oh, they did, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, they met, I think they worked next to each other and I think they just ended up running into each other. I think checking mail, mm. they ended up running into each other and my mom had already had me, but he raised me. So I was, he was like oh. known as my dad. The, that, the world without Tinder is a scary place because you end up having story, sex though. with people that you just no. like got your mail near instead of like those like who were that. found from the algorithm inside of the app. <laughs> algorithm, there you go. Everyone take a shot for every time Adam <laughs> says algorithm. <laughs> it's like your third more. time getting mail. There's You're like, fine, more. I'll fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really how the world was Whatever. before Tinder and that's shit. That's so true. That's so true though, really, don't you think? I like, kind of like that. Before... All these dating apps and stuff, people used to like get married to people that live within like a five block radius of them like 90% of the time or some shit. It's true. Sounds romantic. And also women didn't used to really go to college like that. So that was like a big thing that changed. 
trying to wish I'm, I'm going to stop. You. There's, a, there's a lot of more information <laughs> that I have to offer here. <laughs> um, okay, so what were you? What was, were, was your upbringing like after you drove an hour to go to high school? It sounds like you were kind of like isolated. Yeah, I mean, pretty isolated. I mean, growing up, like I think I was telling this to someone the other day, but we actually like would go like cow tipping, and like everyone thinks those are like myths, but it's like no, that's what we do. We'd hang out and like, I mean, we just shoot the shit. It was just fun, Texas. I don't know. What would you do when growing up in high school? Is it so different? I went to One Oak. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you Did you really? Yeah, I grew up in LA. I was like, oh yeah. I was like 16 in One Oak. No way. Oh I'm literally in God. Texas. We're hanging bad. out in like garages. We used to go to, um, God, we used to like go to Walmart and play like tag and shit. Like it was just like random shit. That was closer to my upbringing. Like you definitely would go to Walmart or Denny's at night yeah. because those were the only things that were open late. And yeah, you would just like sort of end up getting in mischief and house parties and crap like that because okay, it was I not. I grew up in LA and I didn't go to One Oak in high school. You didn't? <laughs> she was no. tapped in. I'm like, wait, how did well, you like, do that? Yeah, like house parties and like just like the She's club. I'd be like, mom, I'm going to go watch a movie. Oh my God. And then God. I'm just like. And then you're just, you're, like in, bottle you're, service? you're in Meek Mill's <laughs> section, just like, yeah, there's like sparklers and Two shit. completely different I'm like, yeah, I'm 21. They're like, you really don't. Like you have braces? <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm 21. Yeah. No. No. That's insane. We I had, cannot like, believe that. We had hookah parties in my garage. I was like allowed to host oh my gosh, hookah, hookah gatherings, yes. but I didn't actually like hookah, so I never smoked. I didn't I, know what, what hookah was while I was in high school. I used to love hookah when I was I in didn't high know school. I got hookah one, either. and I told my parents it was a lamp. <laughs> Isn't this funny that me and Julia are from semi-similar yeah. upbringings, and then you two bougie L.A. chicks are totally vibing we're up playing, here? This we're is interesting. We're playing tag in Walmart, and y'all are getting bottle service. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And let us piss, though, because she didn't actually do any of this no, stuff. No, I went to college and became a hippie, and then came back and finally went to the club after I had already uh, turned, like, 22. And then they did let you in. Oh, yeah, you know what else didn't let me in? Becca's in there at 12 years old. They're not letting her. And I'm like, what? Why can't I get in? But what did they give you a reason? Did they say like, my no, friends, you're gross? I'm going to blame it on my friends. We're too ugly to get in. I don't know. I was probably too ugly to get in. I don't know. Oh they, so I go. Okay, judge your the outfit. worst part about this is I go home and I tell my mom who grew up in LA since she was like 16. And I told her, I was like, mom, they didn't let us in because we weren't pretty enough. And she's like, that's how it works, sweetheart. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this bitch. Wait, wait, no, it's actually fucked up. If you look up their like ratings, they're rated like two stars or they something. Should be. Because once I wore like I tried out like a new outfit or whatever what? and I didn't get let in that night and I was like you know what fuck you guys I was in here last week I know you don't like my outfit oh my yeah, god yeah it's so cutthroat like I, I did go one time with these guys sorry babe it was before you and they were like I don't know they knew people there so but I was wearing a, a flannel and sneakers and they let me in that time because of who I was with oh, I but wore, like I wore flannel the, that time I didn't get let I'm in I'm so glad they're closed <laughs> I hope they don't open again you would I, I burned that thing a hot girl in a flannel can get by, right? Yeah, when you're playing tag in Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that exactly. goes back to that. It, where we grew up, flannel Flannels. was just normal. Like, hottest girl in school was still rocking a flannel. Damn, Peggy Hill got kicked out of her, or was basically shunned at a uh, local football game because she had a flannel on. I know what? you guys, again, don't watch King of the Hill, but... Sometimes I think about moving to Missouri and just being like a 12 out of 10 because in LA I'm like a, like a 5. Missouri. Everyone from Missouri right now is in the comments Sorry, like, guys. bitch, you would not be number one in my city. Uh. I got fake boobs. It's kind of got to count for something. <laughs> is that still like a thing? Because it was definitely a thing when I still lived on the East in Coast. In LA it's totally normal for everyone to have fake boobs. I remember. I forget. Oh, yeah, you get it for your graduation and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. I got a nose job in spring break of like my sophomore what? year. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> me and my friends saw a chick with like really big fake tits in New York back in the day and we talked about it for months. Like it was a whole thing. Like, what? Oh, in New York? Remember that girl at the not... bodega? 
It's yeah. not that common in New York. Oh, yeah, no, no. And maybe okay. it is now more, but in 2000, uh, I guess 2008-ish when I lived there or whatever, we didn't think it was common at all. Really? I heard that like the plastic surgery in um, New York, it's so much better done because they make you look like way more natural, whereas like here it's very like like big lips like it's completely different look out here than it is i don't so know like about any new york doctors i was gonna say like i feel like there's no famous new york doctors but hey if you know anyone yeah what about dr miami was he really selling penis dr. injections miami. for 600 bucks or something wait what didn't he tweet that did he what? are you gonna call he tweets some funny shit are you yeah. sponsored you're just doing this discreet plug he's like hey you did you hear about the um penis uh shots for i'm open <laughs> to it though like i, I if, if if he wants to try some experimental procedures on me i could use some more <laughs> would you date a guy not? if you knew he had penis injections what is a penis like i don't actually know either but... all the, that's what's funny is that like now we all know about like bbls that we didn't know about like you yeah. know five, 10 years ago or whatever penis injections are still very much the wild wild west because girls don't know anything about this we know about it because we're in the porn world I'm trying I don't to know but penis like is, is it kind of like lip injections like if a guy I don't I know I wouldn't so, yeah. be that's like that's a very good point if some of yeah. these porn dudes you see them and they're not fully hard and the thing is still like a fucking elephant trunk it's because the they've got thing, all this goop in there that's keeping it big even though he's not actually hard the thing that would probably bother me if it like affected him getting hard like I feel like that's yeah. where it's like if yeah. it's affecting our sex life and you're getting penis injections and then you can't like deliver then that's where I'm gonna be like yeah that's what I need to know more about I it I know I'm like I is know it like lip filler where you have to go like re-up every couple years and like, then you're bruised mm -hmm. and then you have to like not do anything for a week because that's not happening yeah, yeah that's weird <laughs> I remember week, no there was sex. a dude in high school who got his penis uh pierced and he wasn't able to have sex for oh like six God. months or something I don't know if that's even like I don't want to have sex anyone? With a pierced sick? penis, that would scare me. Yeah, I right. Know. I mean, it sounds like probably the worst thing that I could imagine ever doing ever. I'm surprised you don't have one. What <laughs> <laughs> about puke? Thinking about it, all that body mod shit. I like to think of myself as open minded and whatnot, but it's a lie. All that body mod, body mod shit, ugh, disgusting. Can't even look at it. When people are hanging from hooks. I remember from the hanging ceiling. out with Adam like oh, the first Chris Angel. I used to think he was so hot. <laughs> Wait, oh. does he actually do that? He Chris used, Angel? Yes, does he do that? mind freak. Uh. You know, I'm like, yes, daddy, mind freak me. I'm talking about daddy, mind freak me. I'm thinking more of like the tattoo convention, like weirdo, like stretching your fucking, like they, they'll like cut the penis they, yeah, head down like and this. turn it into, okay, wait, it looks what? like a dragon and like they, they like tattoo like scales all over their face. They so they look like a dragon. Yeah. Chris Angel did that. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I love that Chris Angel's uh, a big deal to you. I did not think he'd be your type. I was like 12 years old being like, oh, mind freak. Stop. That was like Justin Bieber to your Billie yeah. Eilish. Yeah, I was going to exactly. say, everyone's like about Edward Cullen and you're over here like. I'm like, Chris Angel. I used to watch his show though. It's but so I wasn't like sick. coming about it. Uh, well, only one of us was then. Did you guys have like a, like, yeah, that, that this is an interesting and revealing conversation oh. is like who was your crush as you like learned what it was to have a crush like everybody kind of has this thing mm. hers was aaron carter oh, no. mine too. oh I, I liked i liked when he made the lizzie mcguire um debut so i did have a crush on him but i feel like leonardo dicaprio was always my first oh, love titanic yeah. but yeah Ooh. it was it's hard to pick crush. right chad michael murray he's pretty cute who is I that <laughs> like, he's laughing <laughs> i was like <laughs> oh my gosh That's, um, and I saw him at Target once and I like didn't say anything oh. I just like I was like literally 10 I was like oh, that's so yeah. LA that you get to see your Hollywood crush movie star crush at Target imagine. I had like a poster from like you know like those um, pop magazine like uh -huh. those like you little girls yeah. yeah you like open them up put them on your wall it was yeah. like the centerfold yeah. for girls yeah exactly <laughs> J14 yeah. who was yours J14 was it Chris Angel 
<laughs> now that I think about it. No, I mean, I feel like, um, what's his face from Gossip Girl? Ed Westwick. Oh, yeah. Oh. You, inter- you were supposed to interview him on that live stream and then it went bad, remember? Yeah, and that was really awkward when they said I was supposed to interview him because I'm like, who the fuck is that? You didn't yeah, know, and actually, I'm like, what? How do you not know who I don't is? know anything yeah. about actors. I'm so bad. Yeah. We were just watching him. We were just watching him together. Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, so bad. Just that character is like. Yeah. I actually met him in person too at a club and it wasn't that great. When I was a kid, Joey Lawrence, JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, these are who you had a crush on? No, these, <laughs> are, just, these are who were popping in like no, I the that. Tiger yeah, yeah. Sure. No one asked him. He was waiting for everyone to ask him. And he was and like, he okay, just, you guys aren't going to ask. Jonathan I'm just Taylor Thomas. <laughs> no, because I'm over here getting like an inferiority complex looking at JTT just thinking like, well, he gets to be on the cover of Tiger Beat. And I'm over here, you know, just being a nobody in Nashville, New Hampshire. Like, I'm just like trying to like think about it. Like, how do I get... Like, how do I get to become Donnie Wahlberg? Because, like, New Kids on the Block was a whole thing at the time as well. And then um, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys came along. Oh, By the time I was, like, 13, um, yeah. the girls were definitely crushing on the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Who was NSYNC. your girl, though? Like, who would you put a poster up of? Ooh. Pam Anderson. Ooh. I Good didn't one. put up a poster of her, but she was who I had my first wet dream about. Her and, like, Carmen <laughs> Electra. And, oh, like, yeah. Britney Carmen. To some extent, Britney Spears, definitely Christina Aguilera. They, were, they, they filled that void to some extent, yeah. I wanted to be Britney Spears, for sure. Mm-hmm. When I was Same. little. Yeah. I still do. <laughs> you actually talked about Britney Spears on our podcast. You said that uh, the red leather was what like makes you like shiny oh, things. I knew exactly what outfit you were talking about, and I was wondering how she put it on because oh, yeah. it's just like, like vaselining her body. Yeah. Is it tempting as a woman to just wear like vinyl or like bright no, shiny not leather? No, smell day. underneath it, and you're sweating. It's disgusting. It's like, is it tempting? Absolutely not. No. Will we do it to impress men? Absolutely. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. So you're willing to acknowledge that everything you do in your life is basically to impress mm, men. Because a lot of women don't want to be like, oh, like they're like, I like wearing makeup because I like wearing uh-huh. makeup. And you're like, well, you know, I think that like a large part of the reason why people want to wear makeup is because biologically they're trying to attract the other side. They're like, no, I just like wearing eyeshadow. <laughs> and you're, they're like, there's no biology, nothing. It's just, yeah, just eyeshadow. Just to prove you're right, we're going to go home, put on a leather suit, just chill. Like, <laughs> we're watching this. Gossip Girl in our red leather suits. Yeah, we're donuts, like, we're not sweating. <laughs> I know, because like, think about the way that you look when you don't think that there's going to be anybody around uh, that like, is going to judge you. I did this for Julia you. and Becca. I didn't do this for any of the men. people at home. No, I did it for them. I put on fake eyelashes for them. For us. Mm. We, very, we appreciate it more than men would. Yes, thank you. I actually noticed your eyelashes. I know, me too. Beautiful. The way I look at home is pretty much the way I look on here, though, to be totally honest. But you smell worse at home. (laughs) (laughs) He showers and then comes to work and then comes home smelly and doesn't shower. I know, and I hate that that's, like, normalized that you're supposed to, like, fucking shower, like, three times a day now. Yeah, fuck showering, right? Thank you. (laughs) Do you really agree with that or are you being sarcastic? God damn it. How many times do you shower a day? Twice. Showering is important. Adam. Well, you wake I up like, and shower, and then you shower before bed. I like I like showering before bed because then you get in your bed yeah. clean. Clean, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I can't get the bed dirty. I don't even know what that's like to be honest. We I just don't do that. Share the bed with the kid now. You gotta be clean. Come on, Adam. I wash my hands after I smoke weed at night so that I can like <laughs> cuddle with the kid, right? So minimal. I consider that kind of like a big compromise. I don't like washing mm-hmm. my hands. It sucks. And now they get dry. That was the worst thing about COVID. I had to start washing my hands for a while. Like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Um, okay, so Julia, how do you uh, leave the nest and, and exit Texas? Or when did you realize that you were meant to be something bigger? I mean, I just always, I, with growing up in a very conservative family, I always questioned a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're told, 
you know, especially when it came to specifically nudity, like a woman had to be covered. I wasn't like, I couldn't wear bikinis. If I raised my hands and then my shirt showed my stomach, my dad would cut it up. I wasn't allowed to wear it. Wow. So I just always questioned. I was just like, I never agreed with it growing up. And I, I ended up moving out to LA. Um, so I went to college out in Austin, but then I just loaded a U-Haul, didn't know a single person in LA. I just knew there was something more out there. And I Wanted to go and just at least try. You, you were know? in Austin for four years in college. No, no, I was in Austin for like two and a half years. And how was it? It was good. It was it was way more relaxed than like where I grew up. So it kind of was like that stepping stone of like I grew up in a really conservative place, and then Austin was kind of like free. I mean, they had Barton Springs, which is a topless, mm. um, like a little topless. I don't. It's not a lake. It's like a reservoir or something where you can go hang out. And that's where I was like. Okay, well, this people are open to it. And that's when you first let your areolas fly in public? No, my oh. <laughs> the first time I let my areolas fly in public was Texas Mardi Gras. Um, there was a music festival, and they put me on the Jumbotron. And I was just like, Texas Mardi Gras, why not just send it? And ended up flashing my boobs and right. getting beads thrown at me. And Were you hot time. in high school? Were you, like, dating? Not freshman and sophomore year. I definitely bloomed a little bit in the later year. Like I had braces, I had like a bowl cut, glasses, and I then I want to see a photo. Oh god, it's oh, so man. bad. A bowl cut? Why would you do <laughs> yeah. that to yourself? I wanted. I don't. I wanted some short like. Bo- I don't know. It was terrible. Don't ask. Like it was. I did not have style whatsoever in high school at all. And then sophomore year, I kind of got tits and then got my braces off, got contacts, mm. let my hair grow, and kind of you know bloomed just a little bit. But were you like? having boyfriends and like actually having sex or like and were you having to completely hide that from your parents so uh, it was like junior year i think junior year i started like having sex and like i definitely had to hide it i lost my virginity junior year of high school and like was terrified that Mm. my parents were gonna find out and then they found out and it was like fucking terrible they found out and they were mad as fuck oh they were so mad really yeah like you're you're in trouble Oh, like kicked out of the house trouble. Yeah, like really like Mike. I remember my dad being like, you have to go to your mom's like when he found out like just completely really, really, really upset. Did your ex-boyfriend like tell him or something? No. He snitched like, yo, I fucked your daughter, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like, how did you find out? No, he found out I was supposed to be babysitting and I lied about being like babysitting and I ended up going to my mom's and my dad just randomly showed up and I was... And like in the middle, but he didn't see anything, but he was like knocking on the door and then he, I answer and my boyfriend's there. And obviously like, he's not dumb. He knows what's going on. Wow. There and was sex smells in the air. Sex smells. Oh, all oh my gosh. Wait, why do you not know about that when you're young? You're like, yeah, oh, we're just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. The oh pheromones are just like yeah. real. Imagine being a dad though and walking in on your daughter. Well, She's in gotta- high school and it smells like what you know sex smells like. You have to, I would be so offended. Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> in my house. You made me have to walk in and smell this? Like, I, even if you didn't see anything, but the, oh, Jesus Christ. That, I'm traumatized just thinking about You're that. You're going to have to eventually. Oh. Yeah. What are you going to do? I would play it cool. Yeah, I'd be like, sit on the edge of bed, act like you have no idea what's going on and just make them feel really uncomfortable. Like, so how was your guys' day? Like, I know, right? Don't yes. leave the room. Just, he's like hiding in the closet. But the fucked up thing about it though is like, doesn't it seem insane to like, punish your kid for wanting to have sex like it's the most normal human thing on earth yes you like if they're 15 and they're trying to be doing all this crazy freaky shit in your house it's like reasonable to want to like limit that but like you have like it's smarter for you to just allow them some degree of privacy right yeah well i mean i like when do you consider them to be like coming in i feel like you have to give them the freedom to make choices and stuff at the same time kind of like guide them yeah so i think it's like it's a balance of letting them make decisions but trying to I mean, I don't know. You're the one with the kid. I should you gotta assume that by the time you're 13, your kid is like somehow found and seen porn. So it's when did you first watch porn? 
Middle school. Middle school. Yeah, yeah, we used to like go to my friend's house after school and watch it. <laughs> I watch. All I together? like all my friends. You all yeah. post up. We and just, watch. Mm, you all watch yeah. it. <laughs> I started. Nice. Yes. I started watching the Girls Gone Wild commercials in our guest house. Mm-hmm. So I would always sneak into like the guest house and watch the Girls Gone Wild. And you were like, "This is gonna be my life." <laughs> that was like, there you go. I'm in. Inspiration. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I have a friend who we were all like hanging out riding bikes and cause he's a pro bike rider or whatever. I know it might sound weird if you don't know about that part of my life, but he, uh, and he said, he goes, bro, I had a fucking subscription to girls gone wild for like seven years because I ordered it one time and I kept meaning to cancel oh it and I God. kept forgetting. So for I got, I got one in the mail every day for seven years and I tweeted it. I wrote so-and-so had a girls gone wild subscription for seven years, et cetera. His girlfriend sees that and gets so mad at him that it turns into a fight so big that they actually break up. They were together for like four what? years. And Stop. me tweeting that was the catalyst to their relationship ending. Adam, you should feel terrible. Yeah, your relationship ruined her. I'm right. honest, I think that was kind of unreasonable. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not really that bad at all. There I mean, must have been something else. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it just yeah. spiraled from there. His ex yeah, must have been this- in the pamphlet that she found. Oh yeah, that would have that would be a problem. It's not a if pamphlet; what? it's a VHS like series. Whatever. Um, <laughs> a pamphlet. He got one in the mail every day for seven years. Is what you said? Not every I day. It was a fucking every every month or so, I think. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, if it was his ex in that DVD, maybe I could see it. Do you know the weird thing too is that like about making the decision about like if you're okay with your kid hooking up is that like shouldn't you consult the other per- the other kid's parent about them even being alone together? You're snitching? You a, wait, are you... But don't you think... That it's kind of weird if you're turning your house into a fucking teenage sex hotel <laughs> for your kids to just hook up in. Like, if the other parents aren't okay with it, aren't, isn't that kind of fucked up that you just facilitated this? How funny would that meeting be, though? Then you're going to ruin yeah. your... You just, like, sit around, you're like, so... How do you feel about my your kid fucking my kid? <laughs> and where is it gonna happen? Yeah, your I house or my house? That. I would want like the contact to like my kid's boyfriend's parents so that I could contact them if you know they were together and I couldn't contact my kid or whatever. But I feel like that's kind of crossing the line. <laughs> you're like, like they've been jo- in there for thirty hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're texting back and forth like I don't know. I, they've been in you there for a few the hours. I don't know. Maybe he's having a hard time. Like, oh <laughs> God, stop. stop it. No, this has gotten weird. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So wait, but okay. I yeah. know a lot about like what I think that you went through in terms of moving to Austin because I lived in Austin for uh, like one winter for like three, four months. And I very much like, we, we were going to the bars on 6th Street mm-hmm. every night and I very much became familiar with the type of chick. Austin just like is all the girls who like think that they have something to offer in life but don't want to like move far in Texas, they all just end up going to Austin and they become like artsy ass, like scenesters slash, like whatever, like they figure out who they are in Austin. But Austin is such a good place to go crazy if yes. you want to drink, if you want to fucking turn up, whatever. Like it's it's an unreal party city. So did you just like all of a sudden just get bombarded with all these things in life yeah. like crazy? Yeah, like I said, it was like a stepping stone. Like it was like from really, really sheltered, conservative life and going out to Austin by myself. And it's like, I mean, girls are walking down the street with like buckets just completely topless for people to just throw money in there and tip girls are dancing on the bars completely naked like riding the bull I remember one time I rode like the you know the mechanical bull downtown I remember my skirt actually flipped over my head and like my whole like I was just like free it's just free down there it's like whatever Mm. goes goes and it was like realizing 
it's okay. It's okay to be like that. And it's okay to like own who you are downtown. And I loved it. You can fall off the bull and nothing bad is going to happen. Yeah, like I went to college in the wrong city now. Austin's yeah, I'm like, fine. wait, what? Is <laughs> really like that? Yeah. Oh, man. Austin is like, it could turn a good kid bad real quick. Like if you, if yeah. you want to party too hard, it is 100% like a place that will facilitate that. Like. Yeah. yeah, and I bartended down there, so it was like, oh, wow. really? yeah, started bartending, so like you get to go out, make money, have fun, and just be around like the scene the entire time. It was so much fun. Wow. We need to go to Austin. Yeah. We need to do a whole like, tour down I'm there. Like, I'm in. <laughs> How long have you been in LA? So I, I moved to LA about five years ago and only stayed for like two years, and then I moved to Bali and then moved back to Texas mm-hmm. for a little bit, back to Austin, because uh-huh. I missed it. And then I just realized how small Austin was once you've mm-hmm. experienced LA. Like you can literally walk the entire downtown. So then I ended up moving back to LA about two years ago. So when you first moved to LA, what were you thinking that you were going to do or what, what ended up popping off? I wanted to be a writer. So I wanted to do something with journalism, wanted to publish a book, wanted to just do something in that field and end up moving out. I didn't know if I wanted to write scripts or just like whatever I could fi- figure out. I just knew that to make something of myself, like LA would probably be like one of the best places to do it. Mm. So end up coming out here. I ended up bartending out in LA. Um, and then just kind of, I, I made my way. Someone kind of gave me a thing to fill out. I filled it out drunk too for a reality show. I ended up getting that for MTV. And then things just kind of slowly took off from there. What reality show is this? <laughs> it's Are You The One. Oh, really? It's so bad. And you were on this for a season? Or yeah, it's what like, was it? Yeah, it was on like season four. It's like basically a dating show where they have like 10 guys, 10 girls, and you have to like find like your perfect match. And it was just, it was so terrible. Did you like any of the guys on there? Yeah, I mean, I liked the, I liked the guys. I, I didn't like the girls. It was really oh. hard for me to get along with girls. And they like I've always been a bro, and it sounds so stupid, and g- girls roll their eyes when you say this. But even growing up, I was like a football trainer. I was helping out with the football team, baseball team. Like I've always been hanging out with the guys. I had a lot of guy cousins that we just would all hang out. So when I was on the show, I was throwing the football with the guys in the backyard and hanging out with them, and the girls absolutely hated it and hated <laughs> me. And like it was just it was that experience wasn't one that I would recommend. It's such a thing for a girl to move to LA and become a reality TV oh, chick. <laughs> so bad. So bad. That's it took me a little bit to get that away. That's when like I don't even yeah. you know like you like to distance yourself yeah. from yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it, so you're doing a good job. Or, or like girls who move here and become like music video girls and they think it's like the sickest thing ever, but then like they burn out so fast because they realize like, oh there's like no good money in this. Like it's just it's a terrible Any girl who's in a music video, I'm like, why don't you have an OnlyFans? Like there's so <laughs> much you yeah like you, know, you should have an OnlyFans so that you can go be in music videos or be on reality shows and then have that like you basically get paid from your only fans right reality show yeah i i honestly in like 2013 or something there was a girl that i was seeing for maybe like a month or two and she was on a fucking game show and i thought i was lit Wait, I always wanted to be on a game show, like The Price is Right or something. I wish I could remember what the fucking game show was because it would be so much funnier. I think George Lopez was the host. The people the people from The Bachelor are the ones, you see them out in LA and stuff and they, it's so funny. What? Once they've been on The Bachelor, like, I don't know, it's just hilarious. Like, you'll oh, meet yeah. them and they just still think, like, they'll put, still have, like, they'll be like, I'm from Bachelor season, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? the fuck some of them get like legit famous though right I'm not a person who watches The Bachelor no. but I feel like some people well, we got yeah, into like, 90 Day Fiance and there's definitely that shout out Soja Boy 
<laughs> 90, I haven't seen, I actually saw, I think like one of the first seasons of 90 Day Fountain, but I never got into it. We got into it really hardcore and watched like two, three seasons of it. And it's definitely like, that's your whole identity afterwards. Like yeah. all these people are trying <laughs> yeah, to like, they're all trying to create careers from that one appearance that can go on from there. They all know? have cameos. I feel like everyone yeah. who does reality uh, TV does, yeah, gets a cameo. Yeah, yeah that's you true. That's true. You guys got cameos? Nope. No, me neither. <laughs> I, I, I was doing it, but like, it was just listen to my song on SoundCloud over and over and over. What's a cameo? It's where they do the shout outs. Where you like, it's like another platform where people can pay to get like, you tell them oh, happy birthday oh, or something. Okay. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. Beck is like signing up. My I'm reading like, was I'm like, like, oh yeah, no, we don't do cameos. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Becca has one tomorrow. It's in her bio. Yep, I remember, oh my God, one of my friends were like, they told us that they were going to get eloped. And I, I was like, what? I had a no lope. idea like, what it meant. Oh, wait. Like elope somewhere, like yeah, get yeah, married yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And I didn't know what elope meant. And oh. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> you like, can't yeah, congratulate them because you have no idea. Right. Like, that's crazy. Yo, before I forget, I just wanted to tell you that AD was mad that I told y'all that he had fake teeth. Why? I don't know. And then we're talking about it again right now. Yeah. I'm just gonna bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they complimented on his teeth, and then I'm like, "Yeah, they're fake." <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to say that." Like, I thought that was just if someone compliments my boobs, and you're like, "Oh, they're fake," I'm gonna be so annoyed with you. No, yeah, that that was the example that we then brought up. Then I was like, "Yeah, that definitely you 100 percent have the right to be mad about that." So I think yeah, I, well, I totally understand. We still love the teeth. Yeah, we still love the teeth. And the I've been admiring yours. I'm like, I should have worn my retainer. I don't feel like hey, there's a, really a, nice a, a stigma about having fake teeth. Like, it's not hated on. I, I like think people just have a stigma about anything. Like, if they can be like, oh, that's fake. Like, right. I mean, people are like, oh my God, your teeth are freaking. It's like, if someone offered you fake teeth, you'd probably take them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my thing, though, is that. I'm just not used to the protocol of the homies having work done because I don't have none of my homies have any work done. Like none of my homies have like a, a fake ass that they're like not trying to admit to the world that it's fake. You know, it's like that's a new dynamic. Like if Josh had a Sometimes fake ass, I'll tell him about a secret, work that a girl I, got know? done in the porn industry and then he'll come on this podcast and, and start talking about, about it as if like, it's not a fucking secret that I told I him that. in private and he'll I'll be like listening and like that wasn't public information. <laughs> I, I like I don't mind people getting work done. My thing is when girls will ask me like, hey, where did you get your boobs on? I want to go to your doctor. I'm like, no, my boobs are real. Like they're natural and they'll get mad. They're like, you don't have to lie. Like you just tell us, <laughs> tell us where I'm like, no, they're, they're real. People like, really like, try to tell you yours are fake? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I've looked at enough boobs to know that your boobs are real. Thank That's you. crazy. <laughs> that people just like won't buy it. No, they're like, you're lying. Like, Or they'll say that people always say I have a nose job. I'm like, I promise I haven't had a nose. Like, look at my other pictures, my old pictures. Like, my boobs are real. My nose is real. Mm. But, yo, so when you moved to L.A., you didn't think that you were going to basically be making money off your looks? Or was that something no. you were already were like open to? No, well, so like I worked in Texas. I worked at Hooters, and obviously, like um, in Texas, it's a little different. Where like if you really like, not you really want to work there, but a lot of the girls want to work at Hooters. It's like a thing. Hooters now Hooters. must be like a OnlyFans breeding ground. Like every girl <laughs> in there, like yo, I, yo. If I was like, I would be at the Hooters just sliding a note. What's the your OnlyFans? The small town Hooters, you find really hot girls in small town mm. Hooters, I'm, and really ugly ones too. To be honest, yeah, yeah. true. Um, <laughs> no, but so like I mean. I obviously knew like you can get away with looks working at Hooters you know you make good money basically off your looks so it was like I wasn't I wasn't trying to but I wasn't opposed to it either Hooters is so like entry level sex worker no 
it's not. Like the most entry level work. Before the strip club, you work at Hooters. It's yeah, like I guess that's true. It's, you're a sex worker, but you're just showing a little cleavage. Now they wear like long sleeves. I just saw a just Hooters thing. Like they're changing the entire uniform where they wear long sleeves. I'm like, we used to wear like crop tops. We'd like roll up the crop tops and make them shorter. And now they're like going the opposite direction. Everyone is though. Everyone's really? trying to censor point. everyone. Was it? Oh yeah, I remember Hooters started hiring people with like no boobs too, and then people were like, "What the fuck is the no, point?" No, it was honestly? always it was always a joke that to work at Hooters you had to stand by the wall, and if your boobs touched the wall before your nose, you could work there. <laughs> <laughs> before funny your measure. nose, that's <laughs> crazy. Have you ever been to the Tilted Kilt? You talk about this, but no, I've no, never I've been there, it, but I've always wanted to because I like the idea of them wearing the fucking. Irish. Oh yeah, you love pleated thing. skirts. Yes, yes. She's like pleated. She's skirt. got a whole closet of pleated skirts. <laughs> I actually do, but I never put them on. I Why do I? What, what is that? It's the schoolgirl thing. It's the yeah. Britney oh. Spears video. What, what is it? What is it with schoolgirl? Like, why is that such a hot thing? Glasses and skirts. I don't know. I feel like I, yeah. I could see it. I reject this caricature. Uh, I see it too. But and the button ups. I, I, that's why I like Tilted Kill because it's like, oh no, she's like a Scot. It's a Scottish thing. <laughs> like, like she plays the bagpipes. <laughs> You come home tomorrow and have a bagpipe. I don't even know what they wear. You. I've just heard about it. Like a kilt is like, like I have skirt, no right? idea. He's a regular. Yeah. He walks in. They're like, hey, Adam, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> the usual. <laughs> I've got like six apps that I get every time I go to fucking Tilted Kilt. I've never been there. I don't even know what they We got to go to one. A Tilted Kilt tour. You think it's on Postmates? No. No. I wish this was yeah, a like longer po- or- podcast so we could order it and have Tilted Kilt. Oh. Order. Girls, we want it delivered with someone with a bag. Bring the Hooters yes. girls. <laughs> I don't want the, the Uber driver. You send that waitress right here. The last Hooters we went to was in Japan, and I'm trying to think of if they had more conservative yeah. uniforms or not. Yeah, I know, right? Why would they have yeah, that? It's so random. It's embarrassing how many Hooters I've been to in Asia because I've been to a couple in China too. Really? Go yeah. all the way over there and you still go to Hooters. <laughs> but once you're there, you there's not it. that much American food. So you're kind of like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go to Hooters. Like we will get some wings and fries because yeah. they don't have that at most of these little rice houses out here. <laughs> I mean, it's real. Um, but we did go to one in Japan, too. That was a good one. We were with like 20 Kendama player, players just going crazy with these things. It was I a scene. It. I love it. Okay, let's fast forward. How did you okay. meet Becca? <laughs> I met Becca last year. It's our year anniversary. Oh my god, it's like next week. Yeah, it was our one year anniversary. I Only met Becca. One year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I know. Wow. It's like we've known like, each other our whole life. Yeah. But I ended up finding out I was getting cheated on. I needed to get out of LA, so I was like, by Jake Paul. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that too. Okay, continue. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Put a pin um, in that. So I, yeah, I found out, I was like, needed to get out of LA, quarantine had just hit, and I was like, I'm just gonna drive up to OC, one of my, our other mutual friends was there, and there was only like four people like staying in this giant house, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like escape. Drove up there, I ended up meeting Becca that night, and like crying during the hot tub, just like explaining everything that had happened, and she literally, from that moment, was like my best friend. We like slept in the same twin bed that night, yeah. and then the next night we did shrooms on the beach, and just like fell completely in love, and I was like, just move in with me tomorrow, like whatever, and she's like, are you serious? We were literally in a bathtub and like we were like fucked up so like she was like oh you should just move in with me and i was like i thought it was just drunk talk like okay yeah tomorrow we're not actually gonna move in no moved in yep i texted her when i got back to la LA, i was like um so are you you moving in today or what and she moved in from like the very next day after we met each other wow that's this is so like the southern california dream that you just get fucked up with an influencer (laughs) and you just all of a sudden you just form a podcast (laughs) fucking star you're doing photo shoots you're promoting each other's only fans and it just it's a magical cohesion of social 
algorithmic algorithm there <laughs> I knew it was coming out I feel like it's such a beautiful story because I know those moments where you fall in love with someone where you're drunk you're like have a be- you, know, you meet so girls nice. in the bathroom when That's, you go to a bar and you're like you're my best friend but then you don't get to wake <laughs> up next to them the next day but you miss them and I'm just so glad that that friendship continued for you guys no, it's real yeah, it was great I love her because I, 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 I you. I've seen you have that and it kind of fell apart and you were sad about she it she moved right? away she, you yeah. gave her a boyfriend and then she <laughs> left me you just ruined every relationship Adam what I just fuck? introduced her to one of my cool homies <laughs> They're still together. Don't like even the other think about country. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no way! Oh, that that was, that's what will end this for sure. Yeah. Oh no! She's no? Not no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. If one of you gets a boyfriend who polarizes you, and then all of a sudden you're just not spending time together, or if you, like, if you both get boyfriends, <laughs> it's over. What if one's a country singer and one <laughs> is fucking LeBron James? Then it's dead. And Wait, all who of a sudden, LeBron you can't bring I them get, together. Yeah, I I, I, I'm just saying it's not gonna work. I even listen to country. I get LeBron James. You get the country singer. Fine. You'll be at All Star Weekend, and you'll be at the CMA and it's oh, just not going to work. Just, <laughs> fuck. Thoughts. Is that going to happen? No. What, what safeguards have you taken to make sure that doesn't happen? We're in love with each other. Mm. Yeah. Best friend contract. Yeah. But wait yeah. till you meet sure LeBron James. No, we, we, actually, we actually have this thing where we, I think, understand because we always joke that like, you know, there's this whole thing, bro code, girl code, where girls are like, oh, like girl code exists and me and her are on the same page are like, if you get a dick appointment at two in the morning, yeah, I'm, I'm like, cheering you on, you go get that dick. Like, I don't think, I think that's when it separates you if like other girls are like, mad about it i'm like no go like i'll help you get ready she's yeah. helped shave <laughs> oh, do you text back guys for each other because I, I i remember doing oh, that yeah. with oh my gosh like actually, what should i say next and then you get the no. other person talking we actually have a funny story i was like um in an argument with this guy once and we like broke up weren't talking and then he texted me so she like came up with this text message to send back i'm very and poetic you're I'm like, a writer oh I'm my a god very this, poetic is, person. this is great <laughs> so literally she was like just change some things make it sound like you and send it i just like copy paste i was like this is perfect <laughs> and the guy literally writes back he's like who the fuck wrote that for you <laughs> <laughs> wow he knew he, he was well. like ha 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 who the fuck wrote this for you oh my god that's amazing you like overdid it like you didn't speak from her voice authentically enough basically well, like, I was, she, did, she did a good job i, I was like really i like, like added a lot of eyes after high you know like th- mm. those yeah. <laughs> Find some weird emojis that you think. But girls yeah. do that. If with a her. girl's texting a dude, they'll be like, text all their friends in the group chat. What should I say back? What emoji yeah. should I use? That's it's like normal. He says hi, and we're like, hey, two wise, no smiley face. Yes, no exactly. fucking. Z- don't I, seem too eager. I hate the idea that like my like the, the, see this is what's fucked up. That's the algorithm right there. Is that uh, you've got like a focus a group figuring out what the best response is. You've got this whole little high. Because we're mind. trying to read between no, the lines see. of the weird, vague things you guys say. You would text me at like two in the morning, be like, what are you doing? And then I'd be That's like, the worst. And I tell well, you like, what I was doing, doing and then doing? you wouldn't reply to me. And it's like, why are you even fucking texting me right now? Just test on the waters, just seeing where you're at. I just wanted to see. At two in the morning? Just want to see how much leverage I got. Will you drop everything to just acknowledge me for a little bit? I mean, bit? I was going to go to bed, but. Well, as guys, this is what we do. We like to toy oh, with you, sort of see where you. you're at, this you know? so fucked. Yeah, what are you doing is probably the, the hardest. Because yeah. you're like, what should I do? I don't want to just be. I don't want to be. Like, are you going to invite me somewhere? Like, should I say that I'm ready? Because then I actually have to get ready, and that's going to take like an yeah. hour. And then what really fucked us up is when WYD came out, because that's just like the most minimal effort oh. you could possibly give a girl, or even the wave emoji. Oh God! Do hey. that mean, anyone who DMs you an emoji just don't ever reply. Yeah. I used to be on Tinder sending emojis. <laughs> you oh, sent the wave emoji. <laughs> <laughs> No. Do you wave back? The big eyes, the eyes what looking sideways. I used to get that a lot. Oh, oh yeah. where it's like, yeah. yeah. That's like, let's do something shifty. Yeah. Ah. I see you. I see you. Yeah. I'm looking at you, but I'm also looking the other way. <laughs> I 
Damn. What, what what emoji do you send a guy when you have a crush on him? You you just pull up in like a, a basketball player's DMs right now and just drop a Should look, I? looky looky emoji. Should like, I no? try that? I've actually looky, never. Looky. I've slid in. I think one guy's DMs. I haven't. I don't really slide in DMs. I don't Why know what not? to say. There's so much pressure. Like, what do you say when you slide into someone's DMs? I would not know what to send a guy. Honestly, though, if you're an attractive woman. I don't feel like it could go badly. Worst case, they're in a relationship or something and they ignore it. Best case, they will appreciate you being there in their DMs. And that goes for all of you guys. I don't if, know what emoji Not you in. because you're with me, but <laughs> if you guys showed up in some random guy's DMs, worst case, he's not responding. Where's Best case, he's going to try to do you. He's going to try to do you. I mean, I so think. romantic. I think. <laughs> Best case. That's what you're looking for in the DMs? No. Romance? No. Yes, romance. Okay. Wait, are you going to put any men in Shag Mag? I no. just thought about maybe your DMs could go here. <clears throat> no, so, yeah. <laughs> Adam's like waiting when's his big debut. I think Twist. the way we can put... I like to move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be this way. I want to be this way. I want to look at Becca and Julia. I just don't want everybody looking at the back of your head. I do. Okay. No, I think the the way we put men in Shag Mag is we like to do like exclusive interviews with different guys in the in- industry. Like we've done Snoop Dogg, Justin Rowland, Jordan Belford. So we like to add men, obviously in the magazine, uh-huh. ha- give them like a chance to be featured because I do think it's important for guys to hear from other guys. So yeah, we like to like do different interviews, exclusive interviews. I won't say that we'll ever put like a naked guy mm-hmm. in Shag Mag, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's gross. Nobody can't. I'd like to see that. her pose with a dude. I feel like it'd be hot. Who? Oh, an attractive Give me guy. Give me a, what's, who's an attractive guy? Tyga. Him, obviously, the only attractive guy that exists. I'm not down. I'm, I'm in a committed relationship. What about Tyga? He's got tats. Mm. You've already sent me a picture of his dick. I've already seen everything. So. Oh, my God. Oh, I caught his OnlyFans. <laughs> his OnlyFans sends me wow. a photo of his dick. That's like some guy supporting guy shit. I love yes, that. I love it, that. It was a shag mag, if you will. Oh, it was a shag mag? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I, I wanted to say was it was a shit show, if you will. Oh, uh, got it. But yes. then I said the other one, and then that was confusing. Um, We're like, what? <laughs> we didn't get into how shag mag came to be. Like, what, what was the idea? What led you to, yeah. to birthing this? So after I moved out to L.A., um, had grown a following, I just, I had posted a picture flashing my boobs on an airplane, and that's kind of what took off, ironically, and... I remember I posted it, just not even thinking, it was just who I am. Naturally, I'm just one of those people I'm just like, oh, like, it's funny, whatever. They reposted it, and then when I landed, I had gained, like, 200,000 followers, and I was like, well, that's cool. And so then I just kind of realized just being me and, like, posting that, no one was really pushing the limits on Instagram at that time of, like, what they could get away with. Mm. So I kind of just found my niche of, like, posting controversial content that either people really loved or they hated. And so I grew a pretty big following, and I actually got a call from Playboy in 2018 to go meet with them in their headquarters in Beverly Hills. Okay. And I was always a fan of Playboy growing up, just even growing up with a really conservative family. I loved Hugh Hefner. I loved how he was a disruptor, how he had a huge voice in his generation and pushing a lot of boundaries, you know, giving Malcolm X a place to speak, ending the death penalty. Like he just helped with so many different things with Playboy. So I loved the voice they had and I loved just like the content they would shoot. But when I sat there, it was after Hugh had died and they were pitching me on like how where they were taking the company and like featuring me and I was just not excited about it at all. I was like, this is kind of vanilla. Like there's not really like anything I can really gain here anymore. Mm. So I was like, if I'm not excited about something, why not create something that I would be excited about? And I kind of went to the drawing board and I was like, I wanted to make the modern day man cave magazine where you could talk about sex, dating, sports, and where I could give girls that wanted to shoot topless content a play, safe place to come and do so. So I launched March of 2019 and we just reached our like two year anniversary this month. So it's been 
really fucking amazing. Wow, do you write dope. all the articles or do you write a lot of them? I did in the beginning. When mm-hmm. we first launched, I wrote sex, dating. We had someone write sports. Um, and then I did a Q&A where readers write in questions and I answer them. And then I would interview a lot of the guys we featured and the models we featured. So I did a lot of the writing. Now it's kind of, I still love, I love to write sex still. But now we have like erotic fiction stories. We have um, more, more sports stories, like different. We have like a ton of different articles now. So I don't write all of them now, no. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. Because, I mean, like, Playboy is pretty unique when you really think about it. That, you know, like, just the the space that is always kind of occupied in the culture. And it's like, now nobody wants a fucking magazine anymore. So, like, I feel like that energy still could exist somewhere. So, I do think that that's a pretty good idea. Like, especially with OnlyFans blowing up. It's kind of like, how do you present? And that's why I always thought it was a cool idea. It's like, oh. Like, even before I even looked into it at all, I was like, oh, she's, like, a girl who could be popping on OnlyFans, but she started, like, a brand name to be able to create more of, like, an overall yeah. vibe and, and brand identity. And that, that seems very clever to me because that's sort of, like, just thinking down the road of, like, yeah. oh, there's all these popping OnlyFans girls, but there's going to have to be, like, platforms that can kind of, like, contextualize who these, these girls yeah. are and what makes them cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, and have, like, a good platform to come and do so. And I think also a platform where writers and journalists can come and write about the things like uh, people are being censored across the board, whether it's girls being censored because of their bodies or people being censored with their opinions and giving people a place to come and a platform to come and write about the things, voice opinions that people don't want to hear or aren't open to. And so I think we can do both at the same time and really be a disruptor in this space and be a platform. Like I like to call it pussy culture. Mm. Like we're so like we're so content with not like just doing what everyone else thinks is right and so many companies and platforms are so scared to go against the norm i call it like it's it's pussy culture and i want to go against that i want to be a platform where we're not scared to say the things that we want to say we're not scared to talk about sex and talk about the things that other people don't want to talk about mm, i respect it what what could you see it growing into like do you, is, is the shit show just part of the shag bag brand and like do, could you imagine it being like a website or is it going to be an app is it going to be like wh- wh- what's the future of how big it could be yeah i mean i feel like the shit show is just kind of um diversifying against um, across multiple platforms obviously you want to reach different audiences there's a different audience on tiktok versus youtube so it's kind of like there's youtube is this giant place we're not even touching it why not have a podcast that shows what shag mag is even more we talk about sex dating on the podcast from a woman's perspective have men guests on where they can kind of bounce ideas off of us but i AD, see talk about going to the parking lot in the morning you know? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but i think i see shag mag we're taking over the bunny in the next five years we will be the next playboy mm. but you're dealing with issues they're we trying are. to take you out we are dealing with a lot of issues we've dealt i mean we've dealt with issues from the beginning i didn't think it would get to this far honestly whether it was printing companies not wanting to print the magazine really yeah that's, i mean just because so of the nudity crazy. just because the new i mean yeah. i got into a, a pretty big fight where i went not fight but i was just questioning it, and he was like this is a family-owned business i'm like what does family have to do i'm not even like this is nothing that's this, a good point not when, I, when i did my sexy calendar that wasn't even nude i got like in trouble from the person who like did the order for me they're like i i can't believe you made me do this order like i was like how is this even bad i was yeah. not even nude but it was sexy it's insane and then women um even women own properties wouldn't let us rent there to do shoots a lot of oh, places yeah. won't let us like it's a huge problem so i mean even when we start first began i knew it was gonna be like a battle but did i think it would get to this point where giant platforms 
like Instagram and Facebook, you know, we ran into um, the deal where we couldn't advertise normally market like normal mm. companies can. We can't run Facebook ads, Instagram ads. And I was okay with that. I wasn't like mad that we couldn't run ads. But then when you take down my entire platform, five years of hard work, five years of me, you know, putting my body on the line and not doing anything worse than like Playboy's doing. Mm. Like if you look at Playboy's oh God, account. I always talk about their Instagram page There is him. nothing different. How, and that's why I'm like, I'm not asking you to, put nudity on your account. I'm not asking you for allow nudity on Instagram. What I'm asking is that you treat everyone fairly across the board. Mm. If Playboy is going to get away with their posting, why can't Shag Mag get away with, it's identical. The only difference is that it is a male CEO. Mm. So how are they picking and choosing? How are they saying, oh, well, she needs to be taken down for this, but we're going to allow Playboy to post way riskier content. Right. So Just because they're a household name. Yeah. How did you find out your Instagram was taken down and what has your communication with them been like since then? And do you have any specifics? Do you get any sort of information from them? So I woke up, it was like end of December. It was like right, right before my birthday. I woke up um, and tried, I think it was logging in and it just kind of popped up and it was like, you, your account's been disabled. Please fill out this form and we'll get back to you within 24 hours, whatever. Filled out the form. I had been disabled before, but got it back. Like I just submit a form, you get it back. Never when I got verified. Once I got verified, I thought that was the golden ticket of like all these other people, like Tyga, for instance. He po he's verified, posts the raunchiest stuff on his page, which is like mm. fine. But I thought like the whole verified check mark was like you can kind of get away. Your stuff will get taken down if it's across, like if it breaks any barriers, but you can kind of get away with posting different stuff and your account won't get taken down. So I woke up. It was disabled. I was like, okay, I'm just going to fill out the forms. Like I have different connects that I can use to get it back. Not a big deal. Submitted all the forms, waited a couple weeks. Shag mags got taken down then. Mm. And shag mags was nearly at a million. Mine was at 5 million. So it's 6 million followers like gone. Wow. And um, reached out to tons of people. I mean, like used all my resources to kind of get a hold. One thing that I've learned is that um, someone from Facebook said, the next time you make an account, label yourself as a male and you'll be less likely to be taken down which was really surprising to me. They told you that? Mm -hmm. And um, was basically told that it was kind of more of an inside thing. Like it, it always like, they give you such great answers. And then that's the problem too. These creators make these platforms, these platforms, and we don't hold any of the power whatsoever. There's no one you can like communicate with and be like, hey, listen, like I don't understand what's going on. It's the algorithms. It's literally yeah. these algorithms. And that's some things that I learned too is I would have fully clothed content where nothing at all was showing get taken down because the amount of people that would just report right. it. Yeah, I have the yeah. same problem. And it's I'm like, like hearing my story you, back to me. You hear <laughs> that from all kinds of celebrities. Like I saw Saweetie say that. I think it was her. Fuck, it was some famous female rapper. I seen her post. Like this post got taken down and it wasn't pornographic in any way. And Sometimes it, it's like jealousy. Yeah, I like yeah, but like the, the girls. But how fucked like, up is that that these yeah. giant tech companies somehow don't have the ability to discern from what is like a trolling campaign and what's actually not supposed to be on their platform and that the people who are forced to deal with it are these fucking famous women who are just trying to put their bodies or, or but without breaking the terms of service so or just annoying. show themselves on their platforms and their platform is able to be manipulated by trolls and nobody cares. That's nobody how cares. this. No, nobody this cares so until it's them. Girls. No, yeah. nobody cares until it's them. Mm. Everyone can sit here and be like, "Oh, like they, they don't want to listen to it. They don't want to roll your eyes." Until they wake up and they get the same fucking message. And that's when I'm like, if we don't, if we don't start doing something to get some sort of power back in our hands, we're gonna wake up one day and they're gonna be able to pick and choose, and everyone's gonna be shut down. Like it's like, mm. and I feel like no one cares until it's too late to care. Right. 
No, it's crazy, and it's 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 starting to happen with rappers and stuff too. Like Blueface's Instagram is gone, uh, Boosie's Instagram is gone, and like they just I, even other dudes. I've seen Vitaly's Instagram is gone, mm-hmm. and it's it's just fucked up to me. The idea that they can allow you to build a platform, allow you to build a business, and then they could take it away from you, no accountability. No, no, no email, nothing. And nothing yeah. to even communicate back with them. And then yeah. the only response I'm getting is, oh, well, label yourself as a male. And I built another one, which was so weird to me. I built another account right after to right. like 100K, got shut down within a week. No reports, no nothing. So it's mm-hmm. like, how are you measuring this? Right. And it's like, it's almost like a bittersweet thing because then it, it kind of made me sit back and as a businesswoman say, okay, I'm going to make the shift now. You know, this is like when life hits you by two by four and it's like, how can I now be an entrepreneur? You know, mm. most companies like Playboy, when they made it big, they didn't have social media. So that's when I pulled the Holly boob stunt mm. and I changed the Hollywood sign to Holly boob. And I was like, let's get creative. I don't, you know what? Keep my platform. You can have it. You're not going to take my voice. I'm still here. I'm louder than ever. And I'm causing more, like I'm getting more attention than ever because of it. Did you get arrested or just get a ticket for that? Oh, I got arrested. Really? (laughs) How was that? I spent eight hours in jail. It was freezing. It was so cold. Oh my God. I would wear a hoodie for sure if I was doing that. I did. I did wear a hoodie, but then we hiked down. They took my hoodie off. Like it was like a whole, whole thing. Wow. And so are you actually getting in real trouble for this or is it just some bullshit? I mean, I was, so I was arrested for eight hours. We got, I got a ticket. I have to show up in court in like in July um, to talk about like trespassing and stuff uh-huh. like that. But I mean, I got in trouble, but it was well worth it. <laughs> was it really? Your OnlyFans blew up from it? I didn't have an OnlyFans oh, at right. that. I think I started it like right after, <clears throat> but Shag Mag definitely blew up. Right. More from it, yeah. Were you planning on not doing an OnlyFans because of Shag Mag and Shag Mag was like your alternative to having OnlyFans or, and then you just decided that, like, fuck it, I'm going to do OnlyFans as well? well I you think. Have, you have um, a magazine, so it's like, it's kind of different like content yeah i mean it's like shag mag is the production right whereas OnlyFans for me is like another way for me to communicate with fans because i'm not going to try and do it on instagram anymore oh god your sister (coughs) smashed a vape off the ground she said fuck vaping look at the coordinated water drinking that they're both doing right here look at this Best friends. No. These shag gals. <laughs> because I think um, a lot of people are like, oh, she's starting OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. And it was me. It's like, I'm not going to even risk posting stuff on Instagram anymore that even is slightly mm. controversial. I don't really, po- you don't really have a platform like, I'm not going to post just a candid selfie on Shag Mag. It's Shag Mag is a big production that goes into a magazine. Mm. So it's like, I just need some sort of outlet where I can post sexy content that's candid. I can communicate with my fans. I can message them. And I can even promote Shag Mag safely on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. So it's like two completely different entities in in a sense. Definitely. Becca, you have an OnlyFans? I do. She does. How's that going? I was taking titty pictures right before we came here. I know. (laughs) How are you enjoying it? It's good. Are you you rich off OnlyFans yet? Um, You know, I'm on my way. She's going to buy One Oak. Buying tables at One Oak now? Guess who's coming? We're all going. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to kick us out this time. We got a table. Oh my God. She did her first debut topless in Shag Mag. We have a small town sweetheart where it's like, um, girls with a smaller following that we really want to debut, and she did. She was our first ever. Wow. And she did. Can I say? What was that I like? like? That concept. It was fun. I mean, honestly, like my when I started working for Julia, my mom was like, "Oh, watch, you're gonna be in the magazine, like shooting topless, like this." And I'm like, "Mom, I'm just her assistant." I'm like, "No, I'm not." And then a week later, I'm like, "Okay, so I'm doing it." <laughs> <laughs> Is your mom disappointed in you? No, she liked it. She saw the photos. Really? Yeah. See, I, I feel like in this modern day age, like if you're topless. Yeah. 
And it's so big a deal. Oh, it is. It is a big deal. I'm gonna bring this up to you one day when Parker does something bad. It's a big deal. I'm glad I have 18 plus years to prepare for that. What do you mean it's a big deal? Like people just treat it that way? Nudity is still, and that's the thing. One thing yeah. Shag Mac has really made me realize is nudity today is still. We've made so much progress in different areas when it comes to a woman's body, body and being nude and topless and being comfortable with that. We are still a, a long way behind. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? I feel like if I went to a different state and tried to like breastfeed in public, it'd be like a yeah. thing. Is that know? a thing in public? Yeah. In yeah. Other it's states? definitely here. Where even it's like, I feel like it's bad almost anywhere. I mean, I see it with my family. They're like, "Oh, go to the other room to breastfeed." It's so weird. Really? It's such a big deal. Yeah. Nudity is such a big deal. Yeah. That's crazy. As someone who's had their penis all over the internet, and I don't, I don't feel like people really care that much. They like, do care. Not, I don't maybe not about you. I don't think they care yeah, about not dudes. Not if you have a dick. They don't care if you have yeah, a dick. Exactly. It's so like, weird. It's all sure. good. Me and Brian Pumper are out here just fucking shit up, man. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know Brian Pumper? You should have him in your magazine. Brian Pumper? She's shaking her head no. Yes, he's a famous uh, porn star that I... That Adam's like literally obsessed with. Yeah, well, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. How? So how are you sort of like... You know, at first, like, the whole business was kind of, like, built out of the cheat code of you posting provocative content on Instagram. And mm -hmm. now that just doesn't feel like an option so much anymore. So how how have you sort of manipulated your ability to promote it in response to the fact that you're being silenced on Instagram? I think, like I said, I think it was a blessing in disguise. I think getting by on Instagram, it was obviously, like, a, another little golden ticket I had. I could market to 5 million people every month, a new issue. And I think when it got shut down, it was like, okay, I always said, it, I don't really, I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to be known as an influencer. I want to be known as a CEO and entrepreneur mm. and as a businesswoman. And I guess asking for that, the universe is like, okay, we're going to give you exactly what you asked for. Your Instagram's gone. You're no longer an influencer. How do you get gritty as a businesswoman? And how do you market this product creatively in a day and age where you can't market like what's considered adult content? Mm. So it's, it's taught me to get gritty. It's taught me to make a lot of different business moves. We're going to be like... Um, kind of experimenting with different marketing um, things this upcoming month and just kind of diving into different areas. And I think really we should we should question Instagram. We should push back on Instagram, Facebook, and figure out like, like how are you measuring this? Why are you measuring this? And why am I not allowed on your platform? Hmm. I, I, have, I had a vision, an open letter to the world. Like open letters are kind of a thing on the internet now where if you have like a big statement that you want to say to the world like there was a big open letter about cancel culture that a ton of public intellectuals like noam chomsky and shit they all got together on we need to do an open letter from everybody who's had their instagrams deleted um, and such and it will be you you donald trump <laughs> a, bu a bunch of nazis <laughs> a bunch alex of nazis jones. alex jones will be there no but i mean i do think that like there has to be some kind of like coordinated, actually let's limit it to sex workers so that we don't have to have like Milo and Donald Trump there, but like there has to be a, an open letter signed by like 800 prominent sex workers. I wouldn't even say sex workers. It's literally just right. women who like, yeah. it, I don't think a woman who wants to be naked should be looked at as a sex worker. Nothing against sex workers, but I'm just saying as a woman, my body, if I'm standing here naked, I should not be looked as pornographic. Like I'm, mm. because I'm naked, I'm not like, it's like, how are you picking and sexualizing certain people? Like I just, it drives me crazy. And I just feel like as a woman, I should be able to post 
what you're allowing other people to post. But I also feel like it's like a status thing because I could I could go recreate like Kim Kardashian's Instagram right now and I might get my pictures flagged and she won't even though she also has sex on the internet. That's you know, a it's, it's a status part. thing too. It is a too. status thing, yeah, no, 100%. And, and somehow like the Trisha Paytas's and the Lena's and the Julia Rose's and shit can get deleted, but like you just, you, that's not gonna happen to somebody like Kim Kardashian yeah. I mean, Miley Cyrus Rose. literally had Rolling Stones, but her nipples were completely out and I'm like, I just don't fucking get it. Like, I'm cool. Like, if you're going to allow her to do that, then, like, just allow me to f- mm. post something yeah, half no. I get risky. so mad when I go on Instagram and I just see girls just literally naked. And I'm like, oh, I cannot believe this. But, you know, it's yeah. just how it is. I think, but I mean, it's, and like I said, those girls might not care now, but they will care when they wake up because their account, if we don't do something now, every single girl that has a link in her OnlyFans in her bio, every single girl that's posting butt pictures, like topless pictures, is eventually going to get shut down. A thousand percent. I mean, I'm okay with that. I just think the rules should be clear. And that's what I'm saying. They either, they need to apply. And that's what I'm saying. These girls won't care unless it happens. They wake up and it happens to them. Yeah. We Which need, it will. We need an open letter. We, we need, need an open to, letter. We need to do something that can just really like be a moment where people are forced to take notice of this issue in a way that they really haven't been able to. And Instagram needs to be called out for the reality of the situation is that they're basically allowing young women to build businesses and then yanking the rug out from under them as soon as they start to get to the point of like actually building something. And I think your case is actually like a really, really good case to put out there because of the fact that you're not a porn star so they can't really like use that against you and the fact that you are creating a brand yeah. but it shouldn't even matter was, it shouldn't matter I totally agree but I do think that like people might kind of emphasize or empathize with your situation more because you're trying to build a brand and they took that away from I'm you a business and, imagine if I was running a sweater company if I was running a right. sweater company yeah. they wouldn't look twice at me mm-hmm. but why because and that's what they, drives me even more crazy is it is identical, even less riskier than Playboy. It's the product and the post. Mm. So it's like w- the only deciding factor is what Playboy has an, a name and is run by a man. Like that's how, like how are you deciding this? Mm. And if you're going to decide, like I want it fair across every single mm-hmm. platform. If we really want people to take notice, we have to get really famous people to sign it. We have to get Beyonce to sign it. Well, how do we get Beyonce to sign it? I don't think it's going to happen, but we need to figure out the next best <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, the only people I see who raise issue with this and usually <laughs> like, talk like, about it on Twitter are other sex workers. But, mm. you know, I, I've seen tweets where it's like side-by-side comparisons of like, let's say a photo Kim posted and then the same photo that got deleted on Instagram. And it's like, it doesn't go viral because only the sex workers are talking about it, you know? Mm. But, I, like, I, but how do we make the people yeah. care? And t- like, that's what I'm but saying. But people don't care too because they're like, oh, you're a hot girl who makes tons of money just for right. looking hot. So it's hard for but people to That's not sim- true. If it was just by you. looking hot, that's that's but so, that's how they see yeah, it you know like they, they don't they don't know that like when you go home you're doing a bunch of work on your computer and yeah. making phone calls and booking a location and making sure shit happens yeah. so that shack mac happens they're just like there she is in front of the hollywood sign looking hot having millions of followers you I'm know like, they don't they don't see it that that way yeah i mean I'm like i'm like these guys though what is instagram used for if they don't care that's fine you don't care then the next time you get on instagram imagine every single hot girl that you're scrolling by is gone disappeared you'll care then hmm. you'll care when you the only thing you're seeing on Instagram is your boys shirtless mirror selfies yeah. and what your grandma ate for dinner when you have to jerk off to a Victoria's Secrets catalog <laughs> times are rough 
It's going to be hard. We were, we were actually looking at one this morning for, for me, probably the first time in about 20 years that I looked at one. They still have the catalog out. Yeah. I, I checked the mail today and took out the catalog because they have coupons sometimes. They always and put the, like the underwear coupons. <laughs> yes, I need, I need those. I need lingerie for my shoots. And uh, we looked at it and the women were well over 30 pounds heavier than the issues that I had seen 20 years ago. And yeah. that made me pretty happy. They do no, have I a pretty that. good mix of body types. Mm-hmm. I love that. Which They're not is, doing the Victoria's Secret runway show though anymore, which drives me crazy. Really? They stopped yeah. because they, they said they I don't know why they stopped. In it. Guys. That's so I odd. And then it was like Tiger? Yeah. Brian Pumper. You're obsessed with him. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Um damn, that's crazy. But um yeah, okay, so do you feel like it's your responsibility to show a variety of body types since we did notice when we were looking at Shag Mag that it's kind of like primarily like skinny white chicks. Yeah, and I mean that's one conversation that I have a lot is because it is sad when I want to diversify across talent. It is hard when you look at these influencers and I am scouting talent. It is so hard to book. I'm literally like, we can't put another blonde girl. As much as I love blondes and I never want to discriminate against anyone, but I'm like, we need to diversify talent. I mean, it's a conversation all the time of how can we find different women to put in the magazine. And even when it was, I was scouting and I really just wanted to put different talent and I've reached out to a lot of um, African-American women. I wanted to reach out to them and ask them if they would be in the magazine. Their modeling agencies literally would refuse. They said they can't go and shoot topless content because then it puts like a bad Mm. rep on them. And I was just like, it sucks. It's like, why can't they do the exact same thing that anyone else from their agency can do? And it ha- topless is a necessity for you? Yeah, topless is a necessity for us. Interesting. And it's probably harder to scout and reach out now that you don't have your page. That's another exactly, thing that's really exactly. for me. Yeah, for having 5 million followers, I can easily reach out to a girl. And I, that's kind of like a selling point of like, hey, come on this platform. We'll help um, you grow. You get yeah. to post with me. I get to post you on our socials. And I get to help grow you yeah. at the same time. I mean, there was girls that would gain 40,000 followers just from being in an issue overnight. So it was like really a really good selling point of, hey, come shoot this with me and then I'll feature you. But um, yeah, that definitely, definitely. I mean, that's another part that hurts my business. thousand percent. Damn, that's interesting. But girls, luckily, I think we've built enough rep where like people hear the name Shagman and girls realize we pay our models some of the top pay in the industry. That's one thing I wanted to make sure is that we take care of our girls mm-hmm. is a very fun environment. Every girl gets to prove of content before it's put out. We pay them really, really well. So it's like, although they're not maybe getting like the social media exposure right off the bat, they're getting exposure in the magazine. We have thousands and thousands of readers um, and they get paid really well. That's dope. What is Julia like as a boss? <laughs> Does oh she God. hurt She's you? Does she hit you? Beat you? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like you squeezing her under yeah. the table. Oh, Bex, I'm like, huh. no. Did she beat you with a coat hanger? Tell me. No, she doesn't. She's honestly a really good boss. I feel like. Don't lie. Tell me, be honest. No, seriously. <laughs> like, she's so smart. She's honestly, I did not like expect, because you know, you like see someone like on Instagram and then you're, not that I'm saying that I didn't expect you to be smart. But <laughs> it's okay, like, Bex. You just, like, I don't. I think that's the hardest part it's, for us is balancing friendship and working Yeah, because we live together. So it's like, mm. and we are, we're such good friends that I know if like she's late to something, I'm like, oh, I know what she's going through. Like, it's fine. But then I'm like, as a boss, I'm like, fired. I'm like, <laughs> back at, I literally told her at one point um, earlier and she's really awesome now. But when I just first hired her, I said, if I didn't love you as much as I did, I'd already fired you like three times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> really? You fucked up that bad? What'd you do? Not fuck. I'm just really fucking she's particular. She's a hard boss. I'm really. Yeah, she's very particular. Like, you guys should see her how her lunch is set up. <laughs> really? Why? <laughs> like, we um we actually, like, even just, like, finding, like, someone else, like, for, like, more help, I'm like, oh, don't do that. 
Yeah, I'm we like, tried. she doesn't like it like that. Like, I just know her so well. <laughs> Tell me no, your Devil Wears great. Prada moments. I yeah, want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so Can I many. Say that? Yeah, go <laughs> any, anything you okay. want. So um, she asked, like, I'm like, so you're fired like, when you get <laughs> She has some of her sandwich. I know exactly how she likes, like, her sandwiches and stuff like that. She doesn't like a lot of Dijon mustard on it. Oh, what? Like, how she likes out. things cut. She likes to have... I have to pair, you know how like you pair wines with like food? Okay. So I pair like certain chips with like her meal. <laughs> that, and like, like I, I know when the Takis <laughs> come in or I know when the Hot Cheetos come in. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm not so this funny. bad. No, I am. And, and then, then I have um, to eat something sweet with my meals. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's not bad. It's just, you know, I feel like it's helped me like living around her because then I kind of you know, see, I'm, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah. But is she, from your perspective, is she like mega motivated, like wake up in the morning, like go, 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 yeah. hustle? Are you serious? She wakes up at like 5 a.m., goes to the gym, like comes back, calls like all day long, like in between, like sometimes she'll literally like have like, like a bite of her food, but then her food's like, I'll be like, eat, like it's time <laughs> to eat. That's She's so, working like, constantly. I consider myself a hard worker, but also like if I'm in the middle of a meal and I get a phone call from the fucking president, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm waiting until I'm done this fucking sandwich. <laughs> like it's not happening. Like I, got, I segment up my my time and like like I don't know. I've kind of had to like learn to do that because it is really tempting to just do every bit of communicating as soon as possible. Like as soon as that email gets in, you're responding to it. Like I don't know. I kind of like allow myself to just like have that freedom of like doing all my emails, but like I'll do like all my emails in the morning and all my emails at night and I won't go that crazy with keeping up on them all throughout the day in between, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's just hard for like people to know, obviously with like social media and everything, people are posting just, you know, like yeah. it might not be from that day that you see like a story and it's like, oh, someone's at the beach or just like laying by the pool. Like yeah. you might just. I used to take like all my content in one week because I knew like I couldn't be shooting and then it would be so hard. I'd get on like investor calls and like I just posted like me chilling by the pool like an hour ago. And I'm like, I'm not actually chilling at the pool. Like that's content from a month ago. Mm. And it's just you have to keep up with that lifestyle. Obviously, people don't want to see me doing stories of like working behind my computer. So it's like balancing both is really I know hard. it's so boring. People are like make YouTube videos, make vlogs. I'm like, like my what do you want to see? It's it's not exciting yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's, I'm just sitting on my computer. Do you have the problem where you want to be taken seriously by like investors and people in the financial world and startup world and stuff like that? And like they want to treat you like an OnlyFans girl or whatever? It's not that they want to treat me like an OnlyFans girl. It's just hard. Here I am pitching a product that I am nude in to investors mm. where I'm like mm. maybe fully clothed in front of. I think now I s give them my numbers and I give them my sales and they take me a lot more seriously. Mm. I think in the beginning, obviously, it was a lot more difficult, but I, it's for, it's true finding those people though I, do I want an investor that can't take me serious if he sees that as a problem no so it's like finding those people that can appreciate the product for what it is see me as a businesswoman for who I am and then see the numbers and it, it just makes sense mm, for sure it's kind of unique that you're building your own company because you know like we kind of had the same reaction which was like i'm surprised that she didn't end up with like a, part, a podcast on barstool like when she was doing content with them and stuff like yeah. have you had offers like that like people trying to sort of like bring you in to work on behalf of their brand and do you just turn them down like uniformly because you want to focus on your shit yeah i mean i've definitely had different offers from different brands to work underneath them do different video Call content. Her daddy were you were you tested as a replacement co-host 
call her daddy you replace Becca? No, we're Never. like, wait, no, they trying to bring you like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Becca is out for you now. <laughs> I just like, when I saw Barstool have that successful call her daddy, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. like Julia would so be somebody that they would try to pull in, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like with call her daddy, it never crossed my mind because I think it's a completely dem- different demographic. I think mm. they are, have a heavier women, like have more women listeners mm. rather than like shit shows 90% men listening in. Mm. So, um, yeah, but I've definitely like had offers. I think it for it was me as I'm Julia Rose and I wanted to stay Julia Rose and I even when it came to like brand partnerships I never even did brand partnerships not a lot after I started shag mag because I wanted shag mag to be my brand like that was it I didn't want to be oversaturated didn't want to be promoting other products it was I'm promoting shag mag Mm. I'm eat sleep breathe shag mag you feel like it has to be like that for it to really be successful yeah I feel like you have to be a hundred percent if you give 20 percent here 30 percent here it's like where you where are you really gonna go it was I'm giving 120 percent full steam ahead to shag mag and seeing where it where it takes me yeah, I do feel like if you're going to be like leading a company, it kind of that needs to be your attitude. Like like the, I'm perplexed by how Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter and Square and is able to actually like do that all yeah, at the same time. Insane. Like that's insane to me. Like how do, how do you spread that attention when it feels like those companies developing it needs all your attention and it needs to like you know it's, it's yeah. like the way it's like that baby it w- yeah exactly yeah it would be like don't really- have a kid it'll ruin your life <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to do shag no, it is it's like a kid it's like it's all your time and energy you can't be selfish every mm. decision you make is about the business and i think it has taught me god it's taught me so much mm. Interesting. I'm very motivated by you right now because I'm also in the same position where I lost my Instagram and it for for weeks I would text him like I'm fucked. I'm not. I'm done. I'm not going to be an no. influencer anymore. And I'm just trying to convince her like you need to okay. keep going. Like yeah, you just can't. It give just feels up. so hard because like, I was five years. To if you build give my up, it's yeah. over. Like no. it, it might yeah. be slow. It might be a grind, but you just can't give up because then no. it really is. Over, I was. Just, you know? We. I think what I it always comes down for me is I. We especially cannot give up, and whether it's an open letter or whatever decision we make from this point forward if we give up there's going to be girls sitting in our exact same spots mm-hmm. 20 years from now being shut down for the exact same problems mm-hmm. and that's why i'm like if i give up now and i'm just like okay fuck it because even i thought about it i'm like you know what fuck it now it's gone i'm not an influencer i can move i've thought about moving to hawaii in a tiny town opening up a surf <laughs> shop being completely content and i'm like what good would that do yeah. if i give up now there's going to be a julia rose 20 years from now that is saying that she can't post what she wants to post and is being discriminated against mm. I think the open letter, we should discuss it more later because it's like, if you really do this, I think it could actually work. But you need to have a list of demands. Yeah. And I think it could. I feel like. If it got enough attention, I think it could help get the accounts back. Maybe. Some of them. Even Maybe not accounts back, but just a fair, like a system. Mm. Something needs to be put in place. Yeah. We're not going to let Trump sign it. Um, (laughs) Okay. The one thing that I want to ask about before we wrap this up that is very necessary that we haven't (laughs) talked about yet is can we talk (laughs) about you basically being Jake Paul's uh, like his rebound relationship after his brief time dating Tana married to you Tana you would consider me I wouldn't consider me a rebound were you I don't know I'm like it's been a while I can't remember how the, the, the calendar all played out but he was married to Tana on the reality show yeah and I then mean, he dated you how did this happen how did you guys become <laughs> this power couple for a while um it's it's hard because I, I never I'm never public about it because people always go to that whole thing of like oh clout chaser attention so I've I love to stay private about every relationship I'm ever in and you have to be very careful about vocalizing what happened afterwards because people will always come back and be like you know there's two sides to every story and at the end of the day I know the truth and that's all that matters but I'm I met him on a music his music video shoot 
um, was told the whole marriage with Tana was completely fake, um, just complete facade. And that's one thing that it taught me of like, really told me the ins and outs of the industry that everything you see out here, all these people are putting on fucking shows. We like, went to the wedding. Yeah. You <laughs> so went to we the can, wedding? We can we, co- yeah. confirm that it was... We it saw was, the show. It was something yeah. fishy. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was told that, and like I've, I've told this in other podcasts, is people are always like, oh, what attracted you to him? Blah, blah, blah. And it was... There was a moment I was still small town Texas girl at that point, just kind of in this mindset of like people are good people. Like I really truly want to believe at the end of the day people are good people, and I don't want to believe. I don't want to listen to what other people tell me. Mm. I want to make the decision for myself. And there was a point in time where we were on set, and all the cameras had finally gone away, and we had just a like ten to fifteen minute conversation. I saw a human being there, and I saw like there was an actual person there that, Mm. and I feel like no one truly loved him just because of who that person was, not because of Jake Paul, the money, the fame. And so we were very private about our relationship. I was going to training camp um, and it was just a, a, the whole fucking shit show in itself. But I was, and that's why people were like, oh, she did it, just clout, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the first lot of months was very, very private. And so it, it just sucks, you know, getting told that you're one way when it's complete Some, opposite. Someone kinda, getting married. That's yeah. like for clout, I, saying I you're for clout. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> Mar- getting married for clout. And then, yeah, well, didn't I, even think of that. I kind of like assumed that it might have been like a fake like fun clout relationship. Yeah, I didn't like, think it was a real relationship. Like, I assumed yeah. like his other relationship. I, I just kind of just assumed that after the Tana thing, it's like, oh, well, he had a fake wife yeah. and now he's got a fake girlfriend. At this sure. point, I, I wish. Like, I think <laughs> if I would have, if I would have positioned it well and people were like clout, if I, if, if, if I would have went into it with that mindset and use that to my benefit and use that to my advantage then I think things would have went different but I I'm can't say like I would just want my name unattached I just don't want to be an influencer anymore I don't want to be in that world anymore I want like I said I want to be known as I'm not I'm not Jake Paul's ex I'm not Harry Jowsey's ex I'm fucking Julia Rose you know and I'm a businesswoman who's so Harry yeah. Jowsey oh god that's just a name we can just I just started listening to that episode earlier I didn't know you guys dated <laughs> that's a funny name who the fuck is that um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, it was like no literally a week wait I so if you knew. get your Instagram back tomorrow are you not gonna be Julia Rose the influencer anymore like what would you imagine on your Instagram since I you're think, saying you wanna separate yourself from I think that? getting it back is I, I would love it's obviously like the outreach I think that's the main reason wanting to get it back is still Shag Mag is still a baby and still making what making Shag Mag known for what it is and still having that platform to reach out to girls and seeing them making seeing me build this massive platform and being that like spokesperson person for these girls I think is what I would kind of use it for I'd still be Julie Rose I'm gonna mm-hmm. be Julie Rose no matter what when I'm 80 years old I'm gonna be walking around with my tits out sorry <laughs> but I'm I think I would just use the platform to really capitalize like grow different platforms really push out i didn't push it even that hard when i had the platform to begin with mm-hmm. so what about when you and jake paul broke <laughs> up let's like, talk about that why 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 did it end like what was the it was cheating is like basically say, how you sum yeah, it up i'll confirm that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was um a lot of cheating and then going back and forth and at the end of the day i think what really came down to was choosing my business um mm. there was a lot of disagreeing of you know what I did and not agreeing with it and it was for me I'm a, I'm a I'm a businesswoman I'm not getting my business comes first I'm sorry but um shag mag will always come first and I really want to read the text message yeah sure okay Don't. Adam loves this it's super messy yeah should I not what text message describe it <laughs> should I not I don't know what do you think your sister's like Adam. sitting up all the time. she's like yeah you think I should do it yeah, Laura said just let loose. <clears throat> I don't know what it's just <clears throat> a dramatic reading of a Jake Paul text. 
Hey. That's how this ended. That was the last conversation you ever had? Mm-hmm. What did you do that led up to that? Uh, I chose my business. I, I chose being in Shag Mag, and I think that's, I mean, obviously what made me, it's easy to call a woman a slut. You know, when I'm making decisions and I'm owning who I am, you can, there's so many different names, and it's like, of course he's going to capitalize on that one. That Why is do the, you look like, sick? He basically oh, said you were a slut like 10 different ways in that text, which is kind of weird because I don't like consider that like a really, really good insult. Like who, who the you, fuck You cares? and I get called sluts all day long. It's like, it just doesn't seem like, a, like do it, better. Was, it, was, it was just like it doesn't make at that sense. point of just like, I feel like owning who I was. And it's, it, I've, there was many interviews where when we were together, they'd interview him and they'd be like, how do you feel about J- Julia and what she did with whoever? And he'd be like, I, I don't get, this a double standard. There's many interviews you can look. He's like, I think it's a double standard. Women should be able to do whatever they want, just like men. Uh-huh. So then how do you flip the script? And how do you say that I'm a slut because I'm doing whatever I want? And if I'm going to be Hollywood slut, I'm going to be the best fucking Hollywood slut that you've ever fucking seen. But did seen. he not <laughs> want you to have your tits out and shag mag and whatnot? It's not that I didn't want me to. I was never, it was never, I never asked. It's like, I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm like, it was never, that was never a conversation. Right. It's weird to me because he's, he's like embraced like Riley and like different actual porn stars, but it seems kind of odd yeah. that he would take such issue with you like and that. And it's, it's the other thing of, you know, people always have their stories. I never cheated. Never, not once, never cheated. And I was people, ask that. Yeah. People will point and I, there's absolutely no proof at all. I have never cheated. And... I've only hooked up with two people ever in the in industry of LA. I've never hooked up with an athlete, never hooked up with a musician. Two people. My LA number's two. Like, and the fact that you're going to call me these names and after you know who I really am, and it's like, you got your own shit to deal with. Here you go. I, you can take everything you said and hold that. I'm not carrying that but with me. But had you like actually broken up with him leading into those texts? Like, that's yeah. what made him react that way? I think it was a mixture. There was like um, videos being posted to me. He was like, between him and Dylan Danis, again, I was being brought into like that old videos that didn't even matter. And I think it was a lot of different things. It was, um, you know, I feel like when you have a lot on the inside going on, but yeah, I had, I had broken up with him, um, basically got off set and was just like, this is what I do. I, the, my last words is, this is what I do. I'm owning who I am. And you either love me for it or you don't. And he obviously chose to, to not. And that's, that's fine. Like, I'm okay with that now. I, I can sit at night and look at myself in the mirror and be like, you are one Hollywood son. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I thought I, that text was going a completely different way when she first started reading it. Me too. I thought, I thought it was going to be, be like, like I still love you. you. Like, yeah. yeah. That was kind of a surprise. Yeah. No, I mean, you're telling me. I mean, you think you know people. And that's one thing. It, that relationship, and I can honestly say, has taught me so much. And I can, at the end of the day, be like, it has taught me. God, that relationship has taught me so, so much. And I won't, I don't regret it at all. At all. Yeah. I mean, no, that's that's some heavy shit. Like, just that it, it got that real. Especially since like, so many people thought it was fake. The fact that it got that serious. I, I had no idea. It was, was like pretty, a real serious relationship. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it was serious. I think just learning someone behind, like, what they are off camera and just... Like I said, I wanted to be that person that unconditionally, like, really, truly loves someone. Maybe that just doesn't exist out here. Maybe people like the fake weddings, the fake marriages, the fake relationships. People thought our relationship was fake when we first started dating, too. I think it so was I, at first. Our relationship's real. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's dope, though. I mean, what what's the lesson that you've learned, though? Always assume the worst out of everybody. And if somebody has been had negative things about them said publicly just assume that there's probably a reason <laughs> i think at the end of the day what it's taught me it's taught me is one that uh, question everything in this industry and don't always always believe what you know people the act people are putting on and it taught me to put myself first and to trust my gut and 
to like love yourself and love what you do and own it because the people that truly fucking love you will stick around and they'll love you through it. Mm. Respect. Becca, I feel bad that we haven't talked to you enough on this whole thing. Oh, I come back. I, I like Becca. I'm vibing with her from over here. <laughs> I oh, just yeah. have my little, you know, my jump ins where I say something. <laughs> Becca was Becca was there through it all. So yeah, when I drove down to meet Becca, that I had saw footage of him fucking another girl and drove down and was like completely distraught. She's been there since the very beginning to the very end of like being that support system. I wouldn't trade it for Who's a fucking Who sent you footage of him fucking someone else? It was security camera footage. How did you get it? It was one of those moments where you literally, as a woman, I'm sorry, but your gut, literally your gut as a woman is like a superpower and you can, we were actually leaving for a trip and I remember um, checking, there was the iPad, like it it looked almost like someone was trying to erase it Uh and literally went over there, pressed play and I had left his house and literally someone was there within 20 minutes of me leaving. Wow. Just full doggy style bound down. I'm like, and I knew when I was like, Becca was like, are you sure it wasn't you? And I was like, she was wearing a headband. I was like, I would never wear a headband during are you sex. sure it wasn't you? <laughs> she was like, are you sure it wasn't like footage? I was like, no, the girl was wearing a headband. I would never wear a headband while getting What fucked. did you do? What was your first reaction? I'm trying to think of what I would fucking do. I would, I don't know. I feel like I would find your car keys and drive your car into <laughs> some fucking, I'd be so mad at you. You couldn't drive my car. It's just like you it's hear like it. It's like, <laughs> why, why can't she drive your car? Just, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> you could, I've driven um, your car before. You'd have to move the seat. It would take too long. You'd, you'd calm down. <laughs> you'd be like, fuck this. I can't get the mirrors in the right spots. What was your first reaction? Did you like break shit? I'm no, so laugh. mad on your behalf right now. Yeah, no, I, I think, again, trust your gut. It's like you hear it and it's like, I think seeing it, you can't deny it. You can't sit here and deny that. And it just, it was like, I thought closure at the time, but of course I ended up wanting to try and like figure it out. It just hurts. Like as a woman, especially with other women, and like I've even found out more like about she knew what we were dating. And it's just like it hurts. It's just an ego like thing of just like as a woman to think. I think your initial thing as a woman when you get cheated on is to go and be like, what did I not do for you? Like what? How am I not enough for you? And so that was kind of the initial thing. But then at the end of the day, it's like it's not about you. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. reflection yeah. of the other person. Yeah. Wow. I've been looking at your boobs this whole time. So the fact so that nice. your boobs, like oh, right in front boobs? of me, I'm like, they're going to comment it because it's all I've been doing. So I just have to, you know, <laughs> bring the elephant out, out of the room or whatever they call it. But um, yeah, I don't know why they're he cheated on you because your, your, your boobs look amazing. Thank you. Are you, uh, they're so juicy. Are you cool with Logan? Maybe you could date him. Yeah, no, I'm always <laughs> joking. I said I chose the wrong brother. <laughs> you think, are you, you're in good terms with Logan? Yeah, I don't have, have anything you, against Logan. Have you been on Logan's show? I was. I was on Impulsive. Right. I should have probably watched that. Actually, then I probably wouldn't have had all these questions. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think it's good going into it, not knowing. Mm, for sure. Or knowing that you're from Africa. Just yeah. Misinformation. Zimbabwe. <laughs> misinformation. It goes down in Zimbabwe. I love it. Who are you thinking? I think you should go rapper for your next boyfriend. I'm thinking think? the, the baby or like a Roddy Rich. No, no, no. <laughs> what is this I'm seeing someone right now. Oh! Like, well, it's very low key. I don't want to even be public about it because I don't want to get at, like, I don't want it to be a thing, but like, that's smart. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't like declare your plans for your future and everything right here. No, I don't want to declare it out. I want to, like I said, even in, that's another thing. I'm very transparent. Like, I am basically dating Shagmag first when it comes to anything because you have to, like, I sleep next to Shagmag. I wake up next to Shagmag. Shagmag will always come first. I don't care what dude you are. I don't care. I mean, it was like one dude maybe I could think of that Jack wouldn't come first with, but <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he has a soft spot. Harry Styles. 
No. I finally found out who that Drake. is. The guy in the dress. Is it Drake? <laughs> is it really? She looked at me. I mean, maybe. <laughs> oh wait, my God. champagne poppy. What were you gonna say? Oh wait, wait, wait. No, I'm like, I'm like, but she's not talking to Drake right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, don't out me like that. You don't know that, Drake, baby. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Drake, frequent viewer of this podcast. Frequent viewer. Of this very podcast. big fan. When we had the girl on who talked about sucking off the Seven Sons players, he was a very big fan of he the, was? the memes that resulted from that. Oh, okay. How how can we get a meme right now? What do I need to do? I'm like, <laughs> what do I need to do? I don't know how we get his attention right here. Well, the other day I took a, a picture of Yuri with his fucking stupid haircut with the heart shaved into his thing. And I, I put that on Instagram and I actually tagged Drake. I don't even actually think he opened it, which is understandable because he's in album mode. Album mode. See, that's hot. That's when I'm like, album I'm in mode. Shag is mag mode. Album mode. I'm in album love mode. album mode. I'm in album mode. Shag mag is an everlasting, everlasting album, album mode, right? mode. Yep, exactly. Makes sense. That's the, that's what the problem with Jake Paul was. He just wasn't in album mode. <laughs> he was in vlog mode <laughs> or fight mode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, Lena's got to go breastfeed this I'm kid. I'm in mommy mode. Yeah. I, I, my boobs are going to explode right now. Exploding with milk. Yes, by, by <laughs> osmosis. Isn't that sorta... cool that gr- like women can produce milk? Like that's pretty sick. That I produce sick. milk too. Have we you talk. tasted it? Yeah, no. I, he has. But she's kind of like sprayed it at me I on some random on shit. And I'm like, ah! I love it. I love it. I got blasted. My kid just learned to squeal. Ooh. It's very oh, exciting. I love that. It's exciting. <laughs> I can't even Yelling. do the noise. Like, that's one weird thing about my voice. My voice doesn't make high pitched noises good. Yeah, I don't think it's meant to. I can't do the thing. <laughs> like, the, God's like, please don't squeal. Doesn't work. <laughs> squeal, no. I, I think it's a thing. You like smoke enough backwards, and all of a sudden you can't do a good squeal. You can't do a good teapot that, noise. Maybe Might just getting older. Yeah, that's too. And just being such like, why a do you man. need a squeal right now? Like, you would never need a squeal. <laughs> to impersonate my infant daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. Hey, we might see AD. He might be out there right now. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I really call him out. I have to go. All right. Let's do it. Appreciate you guys. This is a good, good, was good. interview. Yeah, so like, we're going viral, probably. The world learned a lot from this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, all the new Instagrams, or if you're in Becca's case, the old Instagram are on the screen. I'm assuming you didn't get deleted in that no. crossfire. Oh, no. no. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Well, lucky you. Lucky you. <laughs> Your day will come. Follow all these girls. Support women. We're gonna work on our open letter. Yes. Maybe we can get Amber Rose to sign it. Who else? Not Mia Khalifa. Mm. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. March 19th, go get these fucking figurines from the YouTube's U2's site. We got vinyl figures dropping. Nojumper.com if you want to support. And go cop the shag mag, cop the OnlyFans, so cop the shit show. Bye. Bye. Bye.